Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Taglivia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time to talk about the news and events of the day. Welcome, all. Hope you're all doing well this morning. Hey, RMU and Quiet Toad and everybody else out there. Yay. Good morning to you. Hope everyone's good. We're going to talk about the news. Today's show is called The Everything Scam. Because sitting here this morning drinking my coffee, looking at all the news, going across the different categories of things popping up from health, politics, finance, and more. I just come to the realization everything is a damn scam. Everything's corrupted. There's lies across every single topic and situation. And there's just a ton of um, misleading information, misleading individuals, odd language. And uh, it's just quite a tragedy and a travesty to witness it's uh i'm just like looking at everything thinking you know looking at everyone fighting each other over things and realizing it's all just one big scam the everything scam it's like the everything bagel is not as delicious and it's what we uh witness day to day it's just outrageous so that's what we're covering you know let's get into it what do you say? The everything scam. We're going to start with finance, the financial scam end of things. One of the biggest scams out there. Yeah. We've got uh, some data, some, uh, we'll call it bullshit data. I don't trust any data, but here we go. Reuters. Cooler October U.S. CPI raises confidence that federal hikes are done. Just updated this morning within the hour. Everything's fine. Everything's great. They wrote U.S. consumer prices were unchanged in October amid lower gasoline prices and underlying inflation showed signs of slowing, supporting views that the Federal Reserve was probably done raising rates interest rates that is yeah they're probably done it's slowing down oh this is great news everybody hey if anybody was worried financially don't be worried it's probably fine and that is the sentiment on wall street at least the one being fed by reuters and the general sentiment across the market news place yeah even here we have yahoo finance i'm not surprised they're all fake fake news and uh, part of this big scam. Yahoo Finance says Dow surges 500 points after inflation cools in October. Is it really cooling though or is it slowing down? Yeah, they've been saying that for months and months and months. This is just the market scam, folks. But the markets are doing great this morning. Everything's fine. Good. Seriously, go check your 401ks. You made some money this morning. And... Um, yeah, gold is still at 1969 That even got a bump. Silver is at $23.19. Bitcoin's down to 36296 
and here we uh here we are here we are folks good morning summer good morning willow uh what willow asks what's this i hear that they are removing the ar-15 from the second amendment i don't know nothing about that i'll have to look into that huh uh no they can't do that um gosh absolutely crazy i don't know i haven't heard anything about that this is happening is this what they're trying to do now i mean they have i'm not surprised they've been trying this anyway zero hedge reports that lodging away from home index decreased by 2.5 percent in october they asked is this the bursting of the airbnb bubble yeah probably the beginning yep people are not lodging away from home 2.5 percent decrease yeah it's going to affect airbnb yeah, you know what? I was thinking about the Airbnb situation. If people aren't going to be renting out their Airbnbs as much, they might just um, hold on to the properties, of course, is one thing they could do. If they could afford to pay the taxes and just keep it. Or maybe they decide, all right, let's um, rent the house out for longer term periods. You know, let's do year long leases or five years or whatever, right? Let's do um, long term rentals with our house. That'll. Um, That'll affect the market or they sell the house. That'll affect the market. I mean, this is going to just be a, a chain reaction, whatever happens here. Definite chain reaction. Um, LeftMD says they haven't heard that about the AR-15 Second Amendment. They just ruled ghost guns are covered by the Second Amendment, didn't they? It supposedly just passed the court below the Supreme Courts. Wow. Um, all right. What else do we got here? Biden. G is rumored to announce a crackdown on China fentanyl trade at APEC. Zero Hedge reported this. Really? I. Okay. Let's see. Chinese President Xi Jinping departed Beijing on Tuesday to attend the Asia-Pacific Economic Corporation Summit in San Francisco. They cleaned it up real nice for him, remember? During the summit, he intends to have discussions with President Biden about addressing the fentanyl trade between China and the U.S., as per a new report. Bloomberg, citing those familiar with the talks. <sighs> Here we go with these sources. Sources. Said the deal could involve China regulating the production and export of fentanyl. That doesn't sound like a crackdown. That sounds like uh, they're just going to keep on doing it. We're regulating it. Great. Yeah. This is just, you know, ah. these, these, these stories are just scam central, folks. Uh, Home Depot was in the news today. Home Depot beats expectations. Yay. But they warn of a bumpy road ahead. Um, they predict earnings drop of 9 to 11% in 2023. An earnings drop of 9 to 11% in 2023. This marks their first annual sales decline projection since the 2009 housing crisis. High interest rates, 
hit big ticket items like appliances. Quote, a lack of financing, softer confidence, and higher interest rates with interest rates which impact borrowing to fund such activity are all underpinning the decline. Challenging times ahead, Genevieve Rock Dector writes on X.com. That was a quote from their report. Wow. We're doing great, but we're going to tell you right now, it's not looking good. <laughs> imagine, imagine that. These numbers, these numbers that are crunched and released, I have no confidence in. It's just like any other data you get from anywhere else. It's it's biased. It's it's probably bullshit. Anyway, makes you wonder how bad are things really, right? If everybody's just lying, and that's like the cultural norm in our in our country or probably around the world. How bad thing are things really? Hey, Polkadot. Who knows? Probably way worser. Way worser. And I know that's not a word. <clears throat> All right. Let's see what else we got here. Families are $7,400 poorer under this administration, but they're too busy gaslighting everyone to notice. Oh, my God. This post by Wall Street Silver on X. Meanwhile, this is what they write. Meanwhile, Thanksgiving dinner costs more than ever this year. How are you coping? Inviting fewer people? Making less food? Buying cheaper food? Are you having to put your holiday expenses on a credit card? And this is in response to the CPI report which included how the typical American family has lost the equivalent of $7,400 in annual pay since January 2021. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money. $7,000. What could you do with an extra $7,000? Hmm. Wow. Corporate media is now going to start to shift from X is dead to having to admit that Elon is uh, turning the company around, which is absolutely hilarious. You remember the onslaught that they uh, threw at Elon when he was buying X and all this was going down? That was something. And now they're having to, to recognize that he's actually doing pretty damn good. And Lydia goes over more with that with them. I don't want to watch their show. Last call on uh, fake news, CNBC. No, thank you. But yeah, one quarter of X's revenue comes from user subscriptions. It's pretty remarkable. It's a lot of money. Wow. Onward here. So yeah, the markets, you guys, it's just one little facet of the big scam. I tell you. Hey, thank you, Lori, for the donation of three lemons. Good morning to you. Glad you made it live today. No mucking today. Good. Enjoy it. Have fun. Kick those feet up. Uh, I don't know. Enjoy your day off. Cool. 
All right. Well, Joe Biden was talking about climate change again. Oops. It's one of his favorite topics. And I don't think it's because he cares so much about the planet and he cares about pollution and all this. No. I think it has probably something to do with money, control, and power. That's just my assumption. But uh, here's what he was caught saying at the fifth national climate assessment deal. Climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity. Everybody be scared. Listen to the government. They're here to help you. They're going to fix everything and uh, electrify everything and and uh, take away your gas-guzzling cars and save the planet. They're here to help you. People are pointing out Joe Biden's terrible cough during this conference. Does sound quite bad. Not good. Um, I am just baffled at the health, <clears throat> the health of everybody in this country, including myself. You know, I'm not the healthiest person in the world, but um, I think that people have forgotten true health. Yeah, I do. I think that. Oh, health. The health scam is one of the biggest ones out there. It's tied in right there with the financial uh, scams. Yeah, that's what it's all about, folks. Money, 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 money. Hey, Metaphor, good morning. Thank you for the coffee. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Left MD, thank you for the cookie. I appreciate you. And we can't hear the videos. Are you sure? Uh-oh. Really? Um, I guess we could go back if you guys want to hear the nasty cough from Joe Biden. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, and he coughs a couple times in that little segment there. It does sound quite bad that cough you guys take care of your health you don't want to be like joe biden over there thank you michelle for the two lemons appreciate that um onward here we've got representative james comer opening the hearings on gsa oversight great 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 uh the oversight committee wrote quote Oh, I guess, yeah, I don't want to watch this, but they wrote, quote, after we received reports, she was rarely in Washington. We saw information. What we found was that Administrator Carnahan did spend a great deal of her time away from D.C., more than what official travel would require. At a time when the White House chief of staff himself is stressing the importance of in-person work, we want to know if agency heads, including Ms. Carnahan, are leading by example. So we have a lot to talk about today. This is Representative James Comer as he opens the hearing on GSA oversight. Okay. 
Oh. We'll have more on this later. I mean, it's just a racket, folks. Uh, onward here. We've got um, Isa. Uh, where is he from? Uh, Texas? Is this a Texan? Uh, Representative Daryl Issa is kind of trending a little bit. Oh, California. California. One of the many, many congressmen from California. On November 13th, 2023, he tweeted this. I can't wait to testify at the Mayorkas impeachment. Worst Homeland Secretary ever. This is just yesterday. He says he can't wait to testify at the Mayorkas impeachment. Meanwhile, here's the list of people who voted against the Mayorkas impeachment. And who's this? Representative Daryl Issa. What? Oh, you Did you lie, Daryl? You, you son of a gun. Sneaky. So sneaky. Oh, my God. You son of a gun. And who else? Let's see. Representative Ken Buck, Colorado. Representative Tom McClintock of California. Another California man. Representative Patrick Henry, North Carolina. These are all Republicans, by the way. John Duarte, California. Virginia Fox, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina. Representative Cliff Bentz, Oregon. And Mike Turner, Ohio. And somebody, uh, Penny Deplorable, writes, the usual suspects. These people need to be primaried. Yeah. And then this is a... Somebody else made a good point in the comments here. Um, and I don't know where it is. <clears throat> but, oh, here. Clearly, California has too many representatives. This is Maggie Leber on X.com, as you can see here. Just a, you know, normal person. They said, how many would they have if illegals weren't counted in the census? So they're accusing California of taking advantage of illegal numbers in order to have more representation and help take over the government, essentially. Can you believe that? He said, oh, I'm really, I can't wait to do the right thing. And then just does the complete opposite. There was no sound. I could not hear Biden. Okay, sorry about that, folks. Just, just be, just the main thing we need to take away from that Biden clip is that we all need to be extremely scared and we all need to just know that climate is the biggest risk to all of humanity ever. And climate change is real and we should all be scared and we should make that one of the points when we're arguing with our loved ones and our neighbors. Make sure you argue about climate change too. And that's all we need to know. And we could thank Joe Biden and the crooked people pushing the new world order and everything for that bit of information. Um, so Matt Walsh saw this corruption and he called it out. Let's see what Matt Walsh said. And I'll play the sound this time. This is not how people talk about their own countries. This is a uniquely modern American phenomenon. It's like a sickness, a mental sickness where some of our leaders, or would-be leaders, 
profess greater admiration and love for and pride in foreign countries than their own. It's just a crazy thing to say. Again, this is not how people talk about them. The context is not precisely what we were talking about, but he's just calling out the dual allegiance in American politics of these these people not being American first. We even see it with, uh, I mean, it, it, it bleeds into our everyday average American too. I stand with Ukraine. I stand with Ukraine, right? These people. And we see it on every single angle. And it's part of the big scam, folks. It's the geopolitical World War III scam. Take a side. Pick a side, any side. We just need somebody to argue with and a little bit of destabilization and the money. So uh, pick a side and stick to it, please. Um, you know, you could pick Palestine. You could pick Israel. You could pick Russia. You could pick Ukraine. You could pick China. You could pick India. Anything. Just pick one. Um, it's better if it's not your own country. And make sure you get loud about it. And after you fight about climate change, you can then continue the fight about the country that you love more than your own. Okay? All right. That's how it works. That's what we're doing. All right. What else? What else do we got? Political corruption. Um, Wendy P on X made a nice little point. Do you know why Mayorkas impeachment ended up being sent to the DHS committee to die? Because Speaker Johnson is protecting Democrats right where McCarthy left off. Watch. Oh, thank you. Wow. That sounds wonderful, Mike. Wow. I don't trust him, y'all. I think he's he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, just like the rest of them. Was there sound on that? Very low volume. I don't know why. Oh, I know why. Oh, God damn it. 
I am sorry, folks. This is, uh, I could fix it. I know why. I had a setting in the back, not in my, yeah, somewhere else. So I apologize. My gosh, you guys, we're just um, going to continue on. But um, let me go back here. Basically here. He said, the evidence that's built up against Mayorkas is so complete, I think he's probably the worst cabinet secretaries on the evidence, subjectively speaking, in the history of the country. Yada, yada, yada. But why isn't anything happening? Why? Because it's all corrupt. Uh, well, here. This is great news, everybody. Everything's going to be fine. House Speaker Mike Johnson endorses Trump live on CNBC. Former President Trump's bid to retake the White House received big endorsement this morning from the newly elected Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, appearing on CNBC's Squawk Box. Johnson was pressed by host Joe Kernan as to who he was supporting in the Republican presidential primary, to which the Speaker responded, I'm all in for Trump, which means nothing. Okay, nothing, nothing these people could say is going to change my mind. Good for you. Good for you. You said something. Now do something. That'll, that'll impress me. Do something. Yeah. What a novel idea. Talk is cheap. Nobody cares. That doesn't mean anything. I fixed my sound, guys. I, I apologize for that. What sounds wonderful? I, 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 uh, I told you. The wonderful idea of impeachment, Mayorkas impeachment, which didn't happen because of the rhinos out there. Anyway, yeah. So uh, Mike Johnson, he's all for Trump. Wonderful. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. This was an interesting one. Uh Tim Burchett accuses Kevin McCarthy of shoving him and hitting him with a clean shot to the kidneys. Seriously. This was on CNN. Tim Burchett. This is pretty ridiculous, but we'll listen to a little bit of it. What happened with you and Kevin McCarthy? Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR. Uh, a lovely lady, and when she was asking me a question, and and at that time I uh, got elbowed in the back, and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys, and I turned back, and there was there was Kevin, and um, and I, I for a minute I was kind of what the heck just happened, and then I um, you know I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a as I've stated many times, he's a he's a bully with 17 million dollars and a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that. When you're a kid, would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt, and he just, you know, he, he, uh, from behind that kind of stuff. It, you know, that's not the way we handle things in East Tennessee. We, we if we have a problem with somebody, I'm gonna look him in the eye and, and talk to him. Okay, so he walked down the hallway, hit you in his el- with his elbow. Yeah, you, you can that- you can go on Claudia's Twitter account. It it, it pretty much um, or X account. It, right. it it's it's very accurate. But, okay, so then just explain. So you. Ch- all right. And he's just like, yeah, you know, and they can't really do anything. No big deal. 
Kevin, could you imagine? My God. These people, man. I'm going to really smear Kevin on CNN now. Whatever. Oh, I'm going to tell the fake news that Kevin, he elbowed me pretty good in my kidney. It's just silly, y'all. Uh, well, Trump is still listed on the Michigan primary pre uh, presidential primary ballot despite the legal fight to block him. They tried to use the 14th Amendment, but they are failing, unfortunately, for them. And Trump will be on the ballot. Woohoo. That's good. Very good. <clears throat> Onward. What else do we got going on in this crazy clown world? Uh, the House of... Uh, the House Foreign Affairs Committee is hosting two Afghanistan-centric hearings today. Uh, one here, examining examining the Biden administration's Afghanistan policy since the U.S. withdrawal started this morning, and featuring some of the Special Inspector General for Afghan Reconstruction, John Sopko. I wonder if anything good will come out of this stuff or anything in, any good information. I don't know. But we also have the quote-unquote go-to-zero Joe Biden's withdrawal order and the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan starting at 2 p.m. and featuring former Afghan General Sami Sadat and Long War Journal editor Bill Rogio. That is going to be at foreignaffairs.house.gov hearing, under hearing. So, we shall see. It'll also be on YouTube. Well, we'll see if anything comes of it. And they're talking about Afghanistan today, interestingly enough. All right. This is funny. Um, we've got hack. <laughs> uh, we have Eric Abenante tweeting this that Hacksmith is so confident in his case with Judge Tanya Chutkin that he is begging for, for no cameras to be allowed inside the courtroom. <laughs> the audacity to claim Trump is creating a circus when Letitia James and Jack Smith att attack Trump on Twitter puts the USA into banana republic status. And we have a clip from the fake news here. Counsel Jack Smith's office is arguing against having uh, cameras in the courtroom during former President Donald Trump's upcoming federal election interference trial, saying the former president wants a, quote, carnival atmosphere. In a filing yesterday, Smith's team wrote, there's a, quote, constitutionally sound broadcast prohibition that has governed federal criminal trials, no matter the defendant, for decades, and that there is no reason to depart from common practice. Media outlets, including MSNBC's parent company, NBC Universal, are arguing for the trial to be televised. Initially, former President Trump's attorney told the special counsel's office they took no position on televising the trial. But over the weekend, the Trump team changed course, asking for the trial to be broadcast while accusing the special counsel of wanting it to proceed in secret. At this point, the trial is unlikely to be televised, given that federal criminal proceedings have never been aired on television. What's more, Judge Tanya 
Chutkin has repeatedly stated she will treat Trump like any other criminal defendant and that broadcasting his trial would be a major departure from the norm. Uh, what do you think, Joe? And secondly, it's going to be really hard to treat him like any other criminal defendant, but I guess she can try. I mean, he, well, gets, special, he gets special treatment the minute he walks in the door. He's Secret Service. People can't put him in jail necessarily without the Secret Service. I mean, how does this know, work? Don, how is he treated like a normal Don, Donald Trump wins when, when, when Donald Trump is able to play the disruptor. Right. When he's able to go outside of a courtroom and yell and wave his arms and what? tell America what just happened inside the courtroom. Uh, and I, we've seen it. We saw it with Robert Mueller. I'm afraid we're seeing it now with Jack Smith. Yeah. People are saying, just buy the book, buy the book. Let's go buy the book. Head down. We're going to do this just like any other case. It's not any other case. And All right. <laughs> oh, the Trump derangement syndrome. Oh, MSNBC. What a sad state of affairs with this broadcast. Holy smokes. He's not normal. He has he has security. He's going to do an interview after and wave his hands around. He's not normal. He's not normal. Jesus Christ almighty. MSNBC. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Wow. Onward. This, uh, oh, okay. We're going to get to a really, really messed up story here in a second. But first, um, we do have protests going on today in Washington, D.C. A March for Israel Tuesday, which is uh, the highest threat level, according to the DHS and NBC. So. Just, a, you know, just more potential false flag opportunities for any bad actors in our country as everybody marches for something or another. Yeah. But this story is wild that Matt Wallace broke <clears throat> last night. <clears throat> just wild. And I don't know if this Mexico's uh, first openly non-binary member of the judiciary and prominent LGBTQ plus activist Jesus Osiel Buena has ever been in the news again. But this guy, you're not going to believe this, this story. Matt Wallace reported, breaking news, Mexico's first openly non-binary member of the judiciary and prominent LGBTQ plus activist Jesus Asiel Baina just allegedly committed a murder-suicide. The body of the magistrate was discovered in the central city of Agasalientes alongside they-thems sexual partner. Security Minister Rosa Isela Rodriguez stated it was unclear, quote, if it was a homicide or some kind of accident. According to the state attorney's general's office, there was no sign that a third person had entered the house. Police said a sharp object was found at the scene and preliminary findings suggest the incident was a personal matter. And there he is. Um, 
what the what this is mental illness 101 thank you for tuning in yeah murder suicide oh my gosh an apparent murder suicide who really knows in today's day or age could be an elaborate hit job but that i don't know it probably i think it's who knows who knows i don't know i just know what matt wallace said so i don't know the truth but holy smokes that's not normal folks not normal at all i'm not talking about the cross-dressing and i'm not talking about the weird language of using they thems or whatever i'm talking about murder suicide <clears throat> from a judiciary member of the judiciary this is a dire sign of <clears throat> mental health issues gosh i have a, a biden throat today Thank you, Lisa, for the two ice cream. We love our Vincent. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. What, in your opinion, what is your opinion of Louder with Crowder? Is he a bastion of free speech? Tiki Bird asked me my opinion of Louder with Crowder. Uh, I think he has some good coverage of certain topics. Uh, is he a bastion of free speech? I guess. I don't know. I mean, sure. I think he does a good job of reporting truth. I don't know. Uh, I'm not behind the scenes to know of any censorship or anything like that. I don't know. I think that most of what he does is pretty good. Um, I did watch those videos that came out of him arguing with his wife or ex-wife or whatever. I don't know the story. I, I frankly don't care. But uh, he seemed to be pretty uh, unhinged in that moment, which is unfortunate that it was uh, released by his wife, I believe is the story. Uh, and that really, I was like, oh, Steven Crowder, he's like, uh, that's not the side of somebody you want to see, right? So that kind of turned me off a little bit, but I think he puts out good material, Tiki, generally speaking. What do you guys think about him? I think he's fine. Uh, but who knows? You know, anybody could be corrupted or tricked or taken advantage of, and I hope it doesn't happen, but I haven't noticed anything too concerning about him. Um... Somebody posted this, reprogramming in real time. I meme, therefore I am. If you go to New York, you might see this on the streets. I stand with real heart. And then you've got a Ukraine flag overlaid by an... Yeah, and this is just... Don't worry, folks. This isn't mind control programming. These are just innocent little signs. What's next? I stand with Israel. I stand with Ukraine. Maybe you walk around the corner and it's free Palestine or who knows. It's just really uh, this is what's what we're what we're uh, subjected to see on the streets of New York, on the streets of New York. You got to ask yourself, what the hell's going on, man? And it's mind control. That's what it is. It's mind control. 
that's my take. Onward. Pro-Palestine protesters are gathering outside of Joe Biden's Delaware home this morning, according to Tess T. Eccles Brown, Ph.D. Is it this illegal? Um, pretty sure you're not supposed to protest outside of the president's Delaware home. There's something somewhere that says that. No? Am I right? You're not supposed to protest at these people's homes? Pro-Palestine protesters over there at Joe Biden's home. Great idea. Uh, I don't remember if we covered this yesterday. I don't remember, but we could cover it again real quick. It's a short story, real simple, real basic, and it is this. Clown World said it really well here. Orwell was right. Orwell was right. Here's Kathy Hochul, New York. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms? And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to, find, to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking about freely, and that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want here in the state of New York. Yeah, that's right, surveillance, folks. Kathy, we're really focused on surveillance. We're watching everything, and there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, yeah, I was talking about that protest right before this and left MD says there's no law against this. Um, what I was thinking about was this statute that prohibits picketing or parading in front of a courthouse or a judge's home with the intent to obstruct justice or influence a judge, which we've seen that <clears throat> it's a statute from 1950 that prohibits that, which you're right. It doesn't say anything about president and i guess even with that legal experts have to interpret it and um which is probably why we haven't seen anybody be held accountable for this kind of protesting because well uh you guys ever heard of the first amendment the first amendment that's right you can make a really strong first amendment argument to any of these protests so thank you left md i think you're right on that but yeah, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Oh, they like, they love surveillance. They're watching, they're taking notes, and they hate that we're on here talking about this stuff. They absolutely hate it. They do. Uh, we have Insider Paper making a report on Putin. 
They said that Putin tightens the media rules ahead of 2024 election. This just comes out as they were also reporting that Putin's undecided if he's going to go for re-election. But here they write, President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday tightened media conditions for election coverage in Russia ahead of the March 2024 presidential vote, expected to prolong his rule until 2030. Moscow has hugely cracked down on media freedom since launching its Ukraine offensive in February last year. It's interesting how this is uh, framed. Insider paper continues, they write, Putin in power since the year 2000 has not yet announced he will run for the fifth term, but the Kremlin has said his power is unrivaled according to a government decree. Okay. Uh, According to a government decree, journalists who are not employed by media outlets registered with the authorities will be barred from taking part in electoral commission meetings. Only reporters who, quote, have the right in accordance with federal law to work will be able to take photographs and videos inside the polling stations, the decree said. That's not that crazy to me. I mean, it's just like approved media people, right? It's not that different from us, is it? Um, The decree is also meant to cover areas of Ukraine that Russia claims to have annexed. Um. It's interesting, though, if you hear what Putin says about censorship and information inside of Russia, he's claimed that there's uh, like fake news issues there as well, if I remember correctly. So I think the crackdown on media in Russia is kind of the same kind of media war that we see happening in the States. And it's an infestation of a false narrative being perpetrated. And I think he's trying to fight fake news, but also maintain his own agenda, of course, right? This is just war of information, information warfare. Um, I'm not saying Putin's a good guy, by the way. I don't think he is. Uh, I don't think, I think it's a very complex and uh, convoluted situation. That's what I think. I don't think he's a good guy, but I don't think everything they say about him is true as either. And there's always more to the picture. There's always more. So you got to wonder. Maybe it's all just corrupt, right? Who knows? Maybe they're right. Hey, thank you, yay, for the three lemons. All right, exclusive. Here we come to my beautiful state, Washington. Commie Washington State. What's going on here? Do we have any good news? Unfortunately not. Uh, Jason Rance on KTTH Radio reported exclusively. The Port of Seattle is installing tampon dispensers and dispenser trash bins in men's bathrooms. That will soon impact the entire airport. One was even installed in the men's bathroom before being installed in the women's bathroom. Wow. Unbelievable. The Port of Seattle is installing tampon dispensers and dispenser trash bins in men's bathrooms as part of a plan that will soon impact the entire airport. Good God. 
period product dispensers were installed in all office bathrooms. He said that he made some calls and learned that a workplace, a work group explored this issue a couple of years, years ago. SeaTac Airport's next. <laughs> oh, they think men have periods. Oh, God. Clown world at its finest. Black Jester, thank you for the five lemons. Maybe Q Chris, thank you for the, the three lemon donation. Thank you all very much. Tampons, tampons, tampons. Yeah, Lisa, I'm not kidding you. This is happening. They're commies and they're trying to make people confused. Uh, this is sick, man. Absolutely sick. <sighs> All right. Well, let's see what else we got here, folks. Um, Mexico City. Mexico City is notorious for its traffic and the large amount of air pollution that vehicles cause. Fascinating on X rights. In order to stop this problem, the government designated certain days as no drive days. Meaning, if your car's plate number ended with a certain digit, you could not drive on specific days. For example, on Mondays, number plates ending with five or six weren't allowed on roads. On Tuesdays, seven or eight. Wednesdays, three or four. Thursdays, one or two. And Fridays, nine or zero. It seemed like a neat idea, and although the move was supposed to reduce the number of vehicles on roads and thereby reduce air pollution, the exact opposite happened. People in Mexico City bought cars, mostly very old secondhand ones, making sure that the number of plates had different last digits from the ones they already owned. So now the number of cars that people owned increased. What it was... When it was the no-drive day for one car, people would simply use their other car. And because there were more old cars on the road, pollution increased, not decreased. When did this happen? I wonder when Mexico implemented that thing. Um, but I guess, I mean, they're not just known for drug trafficking and human trafficking. They also just have normal traffic like us. World War II tactics, ration, and regulate. Wow. I don't know what year this happened or if this is a new thing, but that's apparently a real situation. Huh. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. Here's one about Iran. In 1979, Iran imposed a law mandating that only cars with even-numbered license plates could drive on even-numbered days and those with odd-numbered plates on odd-numbered days to combat fuel shortages during the Iranian Revolution. However, much like in Mexico City, this policy backfired. People, people began purchasing second cars with the opposite-numbered plate to circumvent the bullshit. We'll just call it what it is. Communist Manifesto Playbook. Yay. Yay says. 100 
percent. All right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, part of the scam, uh, World War III. The U.S. and uh, U.K. have coordinated a package of sanctions designed to disrupt Hamas operations and target four senior leaders and two financiers of the militant group. Fantastic. Wow, great. The U.S. and U.K. are coordinating a package and Hamas is interrupted and everything's going to be great and we're going to win this war. Look, I... Nothing is what it seems. Let's watch and let's hear what they have to say about this story. And do you hear BS or is this good? Is this bad? What do you think? Bring you uh, the latest lines that come across the wires and it concerns uh, Hamas and the United Kingdom and the United States. Uh, reported that there has been a package of sanctions coordinated between the UK and US um, designed to disrupt Hamas operations both in Gaza and wherever their leaders base themselves. Uh, it is said the British Foreign Secretary, of course Lord Cameron, declares the UK stands in solidarity with the Palestinian people caught up in the crisis and calls on all parties to agree to humanitarian pauses while at the same time, of course, there are um, targeted sanctions now on the leadership of Hamas. The sanctions are against four senior leaders from the uh, terror group prescribed as such by the UK, US and EU and two Hamas financiers. The measures have been placed on Hamas's leadership in an effort to disrupt the group's acts of terror. Well, the Foreign Office Minister um, has been speaking about this uh, recently and uh, let's take a listen to what he has to say. I think that 300 litres of fuel were offered yesterday and were rejected by Hamas. I think that is the key point. Uh, but some fuel was offered, and obviously we would hope that more fuel will be able to be got through uh, in future. But if Hamas refused to allow it to be used for the extremely important purposes which she set out, uh, then the position will not improve. Well, that's Andrew Mitchell there talking about... Uh, the announcement by the IDF that they had given 300 litres of fuel to the Al-Shifa hospital for use uh, by the hospital generators to power the incubators and life support machines. Uh, the UK confirming what had been said by Israel in the past couple of days that Hamas had rejected those uh, that fuel and had not used it. Uh, and that comes just after it's announced that the UK and US have put sanctions on the terror group. Let's Oops, sorry. It's all just a bracket, folks. I don't know what to say. You've got this horrible situation. Um, and everybody up in arms, everybody yelling at each other about it. And unfortunately, the, the reality is I don't think, you know, 95% of the people I hear know what the hell they're talking about. And I think there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of misleading information. And there's a lot of uh, trickery out there, a lot of brainwashing, a lot of uh, manipulating. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the wars. I'm sick of having to pick sides. I'm sick of the little nuances. And then I'm sick of the thing that they package up with a pretty little bow and then put in front of us. Right? It's all just a big scam, folks. That's the... That's the that's the theme. Thank you, yay. Yes, that's the theme. Everything is a scam. It truly is. 
Left MD. Bullshit. 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 I agree, Left MD. I agree with that. <laughs> I could have just, yeah, I could have called the show bull. I could have said, exactly. It's all bullshit. Left MD. Thank you. I, that could be tomorrow's title. Zelensky says Russian attacks are increasing. Um, okay. Zelensky said on Tuesday, Russia was increasing its attacks across the front line as Kiev called for the West to boost weapons supplies ahead of winter. Um, Neither side has made any significant territorial gains for months, but both Zelensky and the Kremlin have denied the conflict has ground to a stalemate. Quote, the military reported an increase in the number of enemy assaults, Zelensky said in a post on social media, with Russians attacking around the cities of Donetsk, Kupyansk, and Avdivka. Avdivka. Zelensky has warned Russia is likely to increase airstrikes against Ukraine's energy infrastructure ahead of winter, as it did this time last year. He called strikes on the city of Kherson a day earlier that killed three people and wounded a dozen, including a newborn baby, revenge attacks that were without any military necessity. So the war continues there, and nobody wants to send money to Ukraine. Because we have other wars to fund, that's a lost cause. I think they're still trying. They're still trying to do things there, but they're having a hard time getting money there, laundered to the right places. So it's an interesting, interesting, interesting thing going on. This was an interesting story. And I think this may actually be real. Oleg Soskin. Advisor to the former president of Ukraine predicted a conflict between Zelensky and the military. Oleg Soskin, who in the 90s was an advisor to Ukrainian presidents uh, Kravchuk and Kush, uh, Kushma, believes that the Ukrainian military will advocate advocate for Zelensky's resignation. In this photo, the situation, I'm sorry, in his opinion, the situation at the front for the Ukrainian armed forces is so bad that the military will be ready to overthrow the Ukrainian president. Soskin said, quote, it all depends on how the generals begin to behave. I think that in the army environment, everything has already matured and they want Zelensky to retire. Just one man's opinion, but interesting take there. All right, let's finish on the most important thing that we need to talk about. One of the facets of the scam that may affect us more than anything else. The health scam. And I have this wonderful clip from Dana White. Dana White talking about health. And boy, let's see. I will never talk to a doctor about my general health ever again. If I break my arm, I'm gonna go see a doctor. If I need surgery, I'm gonna go see a doctor. My general health, never again. None of them know what they're talking about. They're all full of shit. All they know is to put you on pills Mm -hmm. and put you on medicine. That's all they know. (laughs) I will never talk to a doctor again. Dana White, CEO of UFC says, unless he breaks an arm or needs surgery because they are all full of shit. Uh, left MD. <laughs> That's it. We need to take care of our health, folks. And I'm in that same exact boat. I do everything I can not to go 
to the doctors because I don't want their pills. I don't want their medicines. I don't want their bullshit. How, oh, Vince, if you need, there's tampons in the bathroom for you while you're here for your doctor's visit. No, thank you. You guys are clearly uh, off your damn rockers. And no. No, thank you. I don't want your pills. I don't want your pharmaceuticals. I don't want your opinions. And uh, I want real health, not this fake pharmaceutical psi health. Or psi health? Is that a word? Or psyop health? I don't know. Trust no one, believe nothing, Willow says. Thank you, Willow. Amen to that. True. All right. So, health. What are we doing today? Uh, I recommend you do something. Uh, eat well, eat healthily, cut out that poison, whatever that your whatever your poison is. Maybe skip it today, or going forward, go for a walk. How about that? Go for a walk. One of the best things you could do for your health. Uh, go for a walk or two. Do a little stretching. Do a little bit of squats and stretches and a little bit of mobility stuff. It's good. It's good for you. Do something, folks. Do something. Go work in the garden. Go do pull some weeds. It's all good workout stuff. Something small is going to go further than you think. So focus on your health. Stay hydrated. All the things. All the things. Something. Just keep it in mind, folks. We're coming up on the cold weather. People are going to start getting the sniffles. You don't want that. You want to have a healthy immune system. You want to just skate right by without getting sick. And uh, we're going to keep on pushing. So uh, watch out. Everything out there is a damn scam. Don't believe anything anybody says, regardless of who they are, etc., etc., etc. We need to be careful in these times. <laughs> Me too, left. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, Lisa, one push-up. There you go. Good. All right, all. All right. Well, let's go on with our days. But uh, remember, tune in tonight. We've got more shows throughout the day. And then we got the Daily Dose tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, hosted by Josh Reed. We'll continue discussing the news and events of the world, the unfolding global conspiracy, communism, which is here as we speak and more. So tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose. You could catch us over on the social red pill, socialredpill.com. You could find all of our sponsors and every way to support us on redpills.tv. And let's get on with our days. Lots to do. I'll see y'all tonight. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.